Hello, everybody. Thanks for joining us on localjobnetwork.com radio. I'm Tim Muma, and this is Volunteering At, where we explore the world of giving. And in each episode, we learn about another way to volunteer and make a difference in the world around you. This episode, we're checking in on dosomething.org. With around 2.5 million members, they are the country's largest not-for-profit for young people and social change. To give us an inside look into the organization, we have Katie Radford on the phone. Katie is the head of fun. Yes, that's the real title. And don't worry, we'll clear up what exactly that means. But we'll do that in a moment. Katie, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? I'm doing very well. I appreciate you coming on the show. And of course, we'll dive into the organization itself, dosomething.org. But we have to ask from the beginning, our listeners are curious, what do you do in the position that's called head of fun? <laughs> um, it really is the best job title ever. Um, I always say I feel like it was sort of a, a retention play by by management because I'm never really ever going to be able to leave a, a job where my title is head of fun. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but I do um, I do internal ops basically for the organization. Uh, for the organization, it would be HR or it would be kind of operations at a more traditional company. So I do our hiring, recruiting. I run our internship programs do some office management stuff. So um, a lot of things that just sort of happen within uh, within the four walls here. Okay. Well, so, so you, it is a real job. It's not just you doing uh, it is reading magazines. Job, and, yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Good. Good to know. Uh, so do something.org. Tell us a little bit about what the core values are, the mission, um, just in general, sort of the, the pitch that you would give to people about do something.org. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head um, earlier. We're the largest not-for-profit for young people in social change. And we really exist because 93% of teenagers say they want to do something around a cause that they care about. Hmm. Um, so young people are super passionate, but not all 93% of you know those teenagers are actually actively engaging in their community. So we're here to sort of bridge the gap between people who are super passionate and people um, who are actually doing something. So we run these national cause campaigns to give young people really simple and easy ways to have impact on in their communities on the causes that they really do care about. Okay. So how did it all get started? Where did, where did we begin with this whole organization and how things got, got running, really? Yeah. So we, we were founded in 1993 by Andrew Shu of Melrose Place fame ah. uh, and his <laughs> friend Mike Sanchez. Um, both of them were super involved in volunteering when they were younger. And when Andrew got on Melrose Place and became this really famous hot actor, he was like, you know, I should really use this for, for good. So he founded us, uh, founded Do Something back in 1993. And, and since then, we've done a lot of evolving as far as sort of what our, our, who our target demo is and how we do campaigns. Um, but it really was, he was kind of the, the brains behind, uh, behind the organization. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you you mentioned, you know, young people being passionate and wanting to be involved in some way. And with the statistic you gave us there, what are some of the pros to, besides that energy portion maybe that you mentioned, uh, what are the pros to having young people being involved with do something.org and just volunteering in general? Yeah. So, I mean, young people are awesome and they get a really bad reputation, <laughs> um, which we think is just totally misplaced. They are super passionate and they're very creative and have really great ideas about what they care about, why they care about, and sort of how they want to do it. Mm-hmm. So for us, you know, it's really also all about getting um, getting people when they're younger to, to get started in volunteering. So we kind of think of ourselves, for, for lack of a better term, as like the gateway drug to volunteerism. <laughs> 
So start with us because we have simple ways. We tell you how you can get involved in this and this cause that you care about. And then you can go on and do something really amazing that's that's your own kind of later. So it's all about sort of getting that that volunteer bug in them when they're young. Sure. No, that definitely makes sense. And uh, yeah, gateway drug, it's an interesting term to use, but I think it makes sense. I, I think we understand what <laughs> yeah. you're saying. It's to lead into, you know, bigger and better things as you move forward. I guess I should clear up quickly. When we're talking about young people, for those listening, what is really the the age range that is focused upon with DoSomething.org? So our, our demo is between 13 and 25, but without, without being creepy, uh, our sweet spot is teenagers. So that's really <laughs> who we're targeting all of our messaging and all of our campaigns towards. Okay, that's cool. I guess I always wonder with something like this, and uh, you said it officially started in 93 and you've sort of evolved, obviously. How do you bring on members and get the word out there? I mean, is a lot of it now with the social media aspect? Do you have a lot of marketing? How does how do you bring it all together to have, as I said, two and a half million members? Yeah, so we uh, when we were founded, we were not a membership organization. We okay. were just sort of a resource. Um, we started this idea of membership about three years ago because we were finding that people were coming to our website, finding sort of what they needed, and, and then weren't really coming back. So switching to membership was was also sort of a scale play. So mm-hmm. being able to, to operate so that people were coming back to us after they used us to take action one time. Um, and it's been really successful. I think something that we, two kind of big things that we've really monopolized on and really sort of honed in on to get this user base is one, just having people share it with their friends. One of the main reasons why people volunteer is because their friends are doing it. Sure. So having people share, do something, or sharing their campaigns that they're participating in or the experiences that they're having through do something has helped us really grow that member base. Um, And another thing that I think we're really great at is just reaching teens where they are. Hmm. So one of the big things that we do, one of our huge communication tools is SMS. So we consider membership, you can either give us your email address, so we can keep in touch with you via email about our campaigns, new opportunities, scholarships that we may be giving out, or you can do that via SMS. So we have a text list of over 1.5 million young people who we chat with on a weekly basis. Oh, wow. Being able to sort of be on a communication tool that they're always using, we get to be in the pockets of teenagers all across the country, which... It has been incredibly, incredibly successful for us. So is there any cost related to being a member? And are there specific benefits that a member would have that somebody just, you said, maybe checking out your site every now and again would have? No cost to being a member. We want to make sure that being a member with Do Something is easy for anybody to do. Um, So one of the things, um, along with our campaigns, is we don't ever require an adult money or a car. Um, because we realize our members like probably don't have access to all three of those things. So for us, it's really sort of being authentic to the resources that our young people have. And I think one amazing benefit and something that young people really love um, about Do Something is that they're a part of something. You know, on our homepage, it says, like, join the other 2.5 million people who are taking action through Do Something. So that in and of itself, I think, is really valuable. And it's something that we can definitely provide for our young people and saying, you're sort of a part of this movement. Right. And then some of sort of like the fringe benefits, which I think, you know, we get a lot of people from is that we do give scholarships out for participating in our campaigns. Okay. So young people who may not have, you know, the money or the resources to go to college, like we can definitely help out with that. You get sort of first dibs on all of the campaigns that we're sending out. 
to report back on a campaign, you do have to sign up and be a member. So it's sort of just providing more touch points with the organization by becoming a member. Okay. Now, you mentioned a couple times now the campaigns. Uh, I guess I think for our listeners, it'd be nice to hear what types of campaigns, what are we talking about? How does it work from start to finish? Because in looking at it from a national perspective, how, how does it all come together when you're talking about these campaigns? We call ourselves cause agnostic as an organization. So we do campaigns around any cause that young people care about. So okay. whether it be the environment, animal welfare, homelessness, teen pregnancy, um, we sort of want to, to be in those spaces and make sure that we can give young people what they're really asking for in terms of what they want to do for volunteerism. So our campaigns, like I said, the, the three rules that we always sort of abide by is no no money, no adult, no car. Right. We also want to make sure, though, that besides being easy and sort of like, you know, low-hanging fruit for young people to get involved, that, that the calls to action are actually impactful. Because, you know, we want everybody who's participating to feel like they're actually having, you know, making a difference um, in the cause space. For example, one of our biggest campaigns and one that's running right now is called Teens for Jeans. And we work with the clothing store, Al Postel. They've been an amazing, amazing corporate sponsor of ours. Um, this is the seventh year that we've run this campaign. So every Aero store in the United States and Canada is a drop-off location. So young people can go and donate their gently used jeans that they may have grown out of or they're not quite in style anymore. <laughs> um, and those jeans are then shipped to a local shelter within the same zip code as that store to go help clothe homeless youth. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it's it makes a huge difference because one of the things, you know, when creating this campaign, we called shelters and we were sort of like, you know, what, what do young people ask for? Like, what is the big thing that people want? And the, one of the biggest responses we got back was a pair of blue jeans hmm. because they're, they're universal. You can wear them a ton and they don't get dirty. And it gives you sort of just like a sense of normalcy because jeans are, all, are always in style. So that's sort of an example of, you know, an, an easy, simple call to action, but that does have impact in the cost base. Oh, I think that's a. I think it's an interesting way to to handle it because, as you said, um, you know, it's something like a, a store that you're helping utilize and then giving to the the local shelter, local community. I, I think that's a, a cool way to involve everybody, but also give them their space, so to speak. I think that uh, I think that makes a lot of sense, especially with with the youth, as you've brought up. Now, you know, of course, with a lot of our shows, we focus on employment topics and things related to um, that side of the ledger. I guess in doing these volunteer activities, what what do you think young people can learn about work or about jobs or about you know I guess anything whether it be skill wise or perspective or what what, do you, what could you offer up do you think to those volunteers? Yeah, so I think one of the benefits of us being sort of cause agnostic in this way is that there are so many opportunities to find out what you really care about. And just sort of a personal anecdote, I actually started getting involved with Do Something when I was 13. Oh, great. I started a Do Something club when I was eight in eighth grade <laughs> at my middle school um, and ran like these really weird like fundraisers or, um, you know, sort of awareness campaigns around different causes that myself and all my friends that were in my Do Something club sort of cared about. And for me, obviously, that sort of turned into a totally like, amazing career opportunity. So I had the club in middle school and high school, um, learned a lot just about like how to do things as far as like running a campaign or reaching out to people or convincing them that this was important. And I came and I, I went to NYU. So and our office is, is in Manhattan. So I actually was an intern here for a couple of years. And then now obviously I'm on staff. So I think that's kind of a cool way to 
sort of narrate like how volunteerism can really translate into career. Um, and not necessarily that everybody who's a do something member is going to come and want to <laughs> work here full time. Right. Um, but that it gave me a certain perspective and an opportunity to find out what I cared about and what I was really good at because you can't really be fired from volunteerism. So <laughs> That's a good always, point. <laughs> yeah, there's always new things to learn and new ways to sort of go about things by volunteering. And I think that's a really cool opportunity just for, for personal growth um, as well. No, I think that's awesome that you, uh, you know, you kind of started your own do something locally and then you became, uh, you know, as you said, on staff with the actual organization. I think it's a, that's a pretty cool, as you said, a cool narrative for, for what can happen when you, when you get out there and involve yourself. Now, one of the causes that is listed on there, and again, as we're looking a little bit at the employment side or, or job related is um, education. What is the focus if with some of the causes in terms of education, maybe some of the activities that people can do um, just out of, you know, just out of curiosity and how the education piece fits in with DoSomething.org? Education for us, um, it can be sort of a tough nut to crack. Sure. So in general, all of our, our campaigns that we do, we want to make sure that we're addressing issues that teens can actually have an impact on. So we're never going to do anything around education that's like policy or like administratively focused mm-hmm. just because that's not something that teens want, like, want to do or care about. So we always sort of focus on these things that they're actually asking for. So, for example, we actually just launched a campaign this week called Would You Rather? And it's an SMS experience where you choose from sort of situations that we give you. The The ultimate goal is to learn about financial literacy. So we say to, uh, to save money, would you A, uh, room with your entire extended family in one hotel room over spring break? <laughs> or would you be rather not go on spring break at all? Huh. So our, our members are presented sort of with a series of questions of like situations that they might be in that they have to sort of decide what they wanted to do to save money. And then at the end of the experience, we provide them with tips sort of relevant to the questions that they answered on like how you can like be financially literate um, and and figure out sort of how to manage your money because that's one thing that is not focused on in school. There's sure. a very small percentage of states just in the United States that actually require mm-hmm. any sort of financial education prior to high school graduation. So we're sort of, and that's something that they care about. And we've had young people tell us like, oh, I don't know how to like manage a credit card or like, what does this mean? <laughs> so that's sort of the way that, that we're addressing it um, because we want to make sure like financial literacy is not in and of itself, like a sexy topic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not something that, you know, people are like really jazzed about, even though if they're curious about it, it's not like, oh my gosh, yeah, that's like really hot. Um, so, <laughs> so we're trying, we're using this campaign to sort of make this cause space really fun and really relevant to young people. I do like the the practical side of that, as you said, the education piece. And um, for the record, I think some accountants might find it very hot. I just want to throw it out there. Just for anyone, <laughs> anyone who does find that area very fair, sexy. Fair enough. To each his own, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another area that, you know, we would relate possibly to the idea of jobs. And, you know, we've seen it a lot in the last you know, five, six years is you know, po- the poverty and homelessness. Uh, a lot of times, whether it be because of losing a job or having difficulty you know, keeping one or, or finding one even, I guess how much is talked about in terms of the causes you are dealing with with poverty and homelessness 
I mean, do you bring up a correlation between, you know, the education piece to getting a job to taking care of your finances? Or are you in a completely different realm when you're talking about helping in the areas of homelessness and poverty? We don't really directly relate sort of what we're doing with the ultimate goal of getting jobs. Um, for us, just as an organization, um, we, you know, education is, is clearly important. Mm-hmm. Um, but even to work here as a full-time staff, we don't require anybody to have a college degree. Okay. Um, and if you sort of talk to, to people here, like our general consensus is that like having that experience um, can be more helpful than an education. So Nancy, our CEO, is like really adamant, like, don't go to grad school, come here, we'll teach you everything you need to know about business and how to run an organization. So sort of on on the employment side, that's sort of our philosophy is that, you know, education is definitely important. And there are components that you can only sort of learn within education, but that experience for us is, is so much more important. Sure. As far as like on the external side, on the campaign side, we do really focus on that impact that young people can have. And so it's not necessarily like participate in Teens for Jeans, which, you know, which helps close the homeless youth so they can get a job. There's not really sort of that connection. It's really about that simple call to action and that sort of immediate impact. Sure. Just just help now, give them what they need. And, and um, you know, that, that's that's the place you guys really are starting and focusing on as far as that, as you said, that impact immediately. Yep. Okay. We are getting a little on time, but I want to get a couple more things in here. One, when you're looking at volunteering in general, and of course, I mean, your organization has seen a lot of people and you understand how everything works. Are there certain skills or personalities that are just going to be best suited for participating? Or, I mean, I guess, can anybody really, I mean, I know anybody can be involved, but do you see a certain skill or personality that that really thrives when you're talking about volunteering? Yeah, uh, for for us, it's really the the only thing that we care about is that you care about something. Mm-hmm. So having a sort of passion around any sort of cause is really the only thing I think that we see as sort of a, a, a requirement to entry sure. um, as far as being, you know, involved with do something.org. Um, there are always going to be young people who are more driven to be, you know, the presidents of their, in their community service club. And likewise, there's always going to be people who aren't really as comfortable in those leadership roles. And um, we think that's fine. And we think that's actually kind of exciting and provides us with new opportunities to reach young people that aren't always going to be searching for them on their own. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's great. And I I think even the the title that you guys have, just do something, you can take that as a a lot of different ways. But I think it... um, as you mentioned, if people have a passion, you guys probably have something that you can guide them with. And I think that's really cool where it's not, you know, you're not forcing anyone to be uh, something they're not. So I think that's really cool with the organization as well. Mm-hmm. Katie, I really have appreciated the conversation. I think you've uh, you filled us in terrifically well on what DoSomething.org is all about. If you could give any tips or words of encouragement or anything else to share with our listeners, uh, you know, just about volunteering or DoSomething.org specifically, uh, what would you like to let them know as we wrap up here? Yeah, I think I I touched on this a little bit earlier, but I think that um, just trying a whole bunch of things can teach you so much about yourself and your skill set. And it can be scary because it means that you're probably going to fail a lot and you're going to find a lot of things that don't work for you. But sort of trying the gamut of, of opportunities is a really cool way to figure out how you can have impact and in something that in a way that is meaningful to you. Um, and that sort of failure and things that you find don't work is okay. And that's really cool. And it can be very helpful 
um, and figuring out how you're going to sort of craft your own life. I think that's a great way to wrap up our conversation today. With that, we we will close out this edition of Volunteering Ad. As again, we've gotten the inside scoop on DoSomething.org. We've been speaking with their head of fun. Yes, she does do real work, but you can it, you can definitely hear the passion <laughs> and the fun in her voice when she talks about the organization. Her name is Katie Radford, and again, she's filled us in on what DoSomething.org has to offer and how you can volunteer and contribute as well. It is designed for young people, but us older folks out there, we can always pitch in if we need to. Uh, Katie, thanks again for coming on the show and giving us some details. We do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Tim. And of course, we always want to hear from you, the listeners as well. So just shoot us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. Maybe you have an organization you're interested in learning more about. Once again, I'm your host, Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.